G'day, welcome back to Hudaki number five. We uh, ribbed into this one with Timmy and uh, spent just over an hour having a yarn about how Timmy got into hunting, a few hunting experiences he's had and um, got into talking about his time as a guide over in Canada, which is pretty interesting. So um, have a good listen and uh, let us know what you think if you like it. Hit us a follow or a like or a subscribe or whatever it is on whatever platform you're listening on and uh, have a good one. We're currently sitting on a hill looking for deer. So, uh, yeah, enjoy, guys. Enjoy. Well, Dad always hunted when he was younger and always talked about it, so I always had the inkling, you know. But never, never really did much about it. And then I went to my mate's place and... Went rabbit shooting with him and sort of got the bug and just for a couple of years after that every so often I'd just get someone would take me out or something and then I think I was 10 or 11 saved all my pennies <laughs> cutting firewood sawing cutting firewood doing whatever such a classic lawns, yarn eh? <laughs> saved all my pennies for, the, for a slug gun yeah and such a, since I was such a little fella, I couldn't, I wasn't strong enough to cock the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, How were you, like 18 or something? No, nah, I was like 12. And you couldn't cock your... Because I was so small. I couldn't, oh, I mean, nah, I'm only 10. I was quite young still. Not so, much has changed, has it? <laughs> oh, not really. <laughs> so I ended up with like a slug gun and I needed like 600 feet per second. Yeah. And that lasted about three months because I couldn't kill anything with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what happened then? So I, sold, oh, I kept that, sold that to my cousin. And I used that and I bought my first single shot 22. Mine. So I, I had a single shot 22, so... Like a break barrel or no, no, a bolt like action? Bolt action single shot. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I think it was an old Winchester. Yeah. And then from there on then I was... Like, what, those single shots we had in Canada, in the camps? Yeah, like I had one of those. Did it have the, you know, yeah. the, on the back yeah. of the vault, you pull the plug like thing to cock it? Yep, I had yeah. one of those. They actually worked quite well, eh? Yeah, I think I had that for about a year. But he just, like Dad was always close by, you know? Yeah get like one bullet and get the same guy shoot one rabbit or something and then I don't know so it just got hooked you know and then I discovered well after that I saved up my pennies again and bought a bolt action 22 like with a magazine with a magazine and in the big I, leagues I was in the big leagues and the old bunny rabbit decided I decided it wasn't much fun shooting so I started shooting goats with the, with the old with 22 with the 22 yeah so that was my um Weekends was skinning Billy Goats, and you asked my sister. I used to come home, and everything I had used to just stink like a goat because I'd be in the killing shed just skinning goats for dog tail. Goats just they stink, eh? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, the old man he didn't buy dog food for like three years. You just eat and goat? I just shot and shot and skinned yeah. and shot. Well, I used to get paid for it. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I did that for years and few good stories there, a few big bomb ups, I remember I think one day we shot, I think 36, was it 36? Yeah, it was 36 and um, 
we had the old man side by side with a bit of a dog crate on the back. Yeah. So we had, so that's like the same side of the roof. So we had everything, we, every gate we had was fired in the back of it. Jesus. We had goats in the front seat. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Just loaded down. Loaded 30 down. odd and goats. And we got them home, we skinned the lot, sold the lot. Just sell it to like local guys mm-hmm. for dog tucker. Yeah. Jesus, that's the way to go, isn't it? Yeah, that's how I managed to afford to buy a few of the guns that I have today. Yeah. And then, so I was, then once that, I started getting interested in deer. Yeah, I suppose it's just a na- it's I that like nat- natural progression, isn't it? It's, it's a true. classic Kiwi yarn. Save up, buy your first gun, and start shooting rabbits and work your way oh, up. I was pretty lucky to grow up on a farm. Yeah, yeah. Little bit of, I don't know. I had reins, but you know. They were pretty loose. Oh, they, were, they were tight enough, but you know. Yeah. It was back in the day before. But I suppose it's. Um, doesn't matter how tight your reins are. You're up on a farm and you're allowed to hunt. There's way more than like half the country gets, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I think back at like the playground I had growing up when I was. when I was 16. I had the farm bike, oh, even a bit younger. Farm bike, get over my shoulder, and I had a playground. Just get in a bit closer to the mic, bro, yeah. Alright. Yeah, yeah. And I had a playground, you know. And it was just, I took full advantage of it. Come home from boarding school. And it was, the joke was, me and my mate, we used to come home on the weekends. We were about, oh, I think it must be like 18 guys point. We both had our, had our driver's licence. Yeah. And we'd come home, and we'd get home. We'd leave school, come home, spotlight our whole night, get back at three o'clock in the morning, get back, go shoot goats all day. Just possums and goats. and Spotlight all Saturday night. Yeah. And because we had our restricted, we had to, um, the two of us. Two cars each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I remember one day we were driving back to boarding school and I got to school and party voice and got to Woodville. Had to pull over to Caltex and buy a V each so I could get back to school so I didn't yeah. fall asleep. Uh, were you doing um, possums, like well, spotlighting no. possums for fur and stuff? Or? Well, I, knew, I didn't shoot my first possum until I was 16. No, nah, but like when you're doing that, like driving, when you're spotlighting, like when you come home, oh, you're just looking for deer, so yeah. it wasn't for possums. No, it was deer no, okay. rabbits and. Yeah. There's a few farms around the place we were let on, so. Bit of access to bit of mischief, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, so I mean, because when I was a kid, um, they TB'd all the pos- poison them all. Yeah. So I, I've never ever shot a possum on our farm. This weren't around. No, no. If you went out and looked for one, you'd probably spend a week looking. You might see one. If you're real lucky. I mean, it's a good problem to have, isn't it? Like, yeah. Well, there's no TB. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a. Uh, I grew up having possums absolutely everywhere, but. Like, yeah. really, it would have been better if there weren't any, yeah, you know. Yeah. wouldn't have been I better for me. I but... had goats I can shoot. There was, like... Yeah. I, I didn't miss out. So it was... And then you progress into Shooting deer. deer. Where did you shoot your first deer? Um, Hackatee. The neighbour took me out on the farm he was working at. I was, um... It was a big, big mission. Yeah. Big mission. I was... 13, I think I had, I was 13. Drove to the top of the hill and we literally, we were walking out to the glassing spot and within about 30 seconds of this, we walked there, a fellow hind walks out, 20 yards away. Bonfire. 
There you go. Drove to Cobb like, oh, shit, this is pretty easy. <laughs> and that was my story of my first deer. Shit. It didn't take, it took me till I was 16 to get my first solo deer, though. Yeah. I know, I was 17. I was a bit older. That's probably still, like, when you think about... Mm. Like, I used to take other people out and we'd get deer. But to do it by yourself. But, like, I used to go out and just watch them, but, like, the first time I actually went out and shot one and got it home by myself, I was about 17, 16, 17. Yeah. Probably learnt a lot in those years of just watching deer, though, eh? So, when I started hunting, Dad sort of stopped hunting a little bit. Yeah. So, a lot of what I know is... Called from a lot of stuff ups. Learned <laughs> the hard way. Oh, I've learned the hard way. Well, shooting so many goats when I was younger was a good grounding. Yeah, yeah. Teaches you how to, um, like, bullet placement, things like how to kill something. Especially when I started shooting goats with 22. Yeah, yeah like, you really have to. It was a while before I got pay attention. Two, and, yeah, even triple yeah. two, you still got to get them in the right place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you got to wait, you know, that, yeah. the old, like, leg forward, punch them in the lungs, head shooting them, things like that. You can't just willy nilly send bullets and well, hope. You can, but it's not. It doesn't work. It's not like with the 270 or something, you just punch shoulders and shit dies. Back in the days when you let ARs. Yeah, well, yeah. In the good old days. But. Oh. We'll leave that alone, eh, shall we? It's <laughs> <laughs> a subject. Sensitive well. subject. Yeah. Don't want to go into that. Nah, nah, we'll, we'll keep, it, keep it PC, eh? Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, they're a great, great tool, mm. especially when it comes to laying into goats. Like, if you can control yourself. Yeah, I mean... Oh, it, yeah, well, the few times I've played with it was just... Playing with it, not... Yeah, spray, yeah, spray. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I was more effective with bolt action. Oh, yeah. So you rock and shoot a few deer, and then did you do much other hunting around the, the North Island and stuff before you went away to uni, or did you really did that um, like really kick off your like the, I, getting out on big adventure type? I dabbled, like oh. It's mostly farm hunting. I've done one or two in the ranges, and the thing was, when we were growing up at home, or around at home, or at school, there was always someone's farm to go to. Yeah. So there's no need to hunt. There was no pro- real uh, public need. land because you had all that private access. Yeah, there was no real need to um, venture out. Yeah. Like I kind of wish I did, but we were still we still young, you know. Yeah. Still, I don't know. Green behind the ears, wet behind the ears, yeah. you want to say it. But when we, well, my first year at Lincoln was spent just drinking too much booze. Who didn't? <laughs> <laughs> I only did one year at Lincoln, that's all I did. <laughs> well, I remember, um, I didn't do very much hunting, because we were in the halls, and it was kind of hard to have, get rifles, and you know what I mean? Yeah. But I do remember that our first mission, we um, we ended the local, local hunting comp, and... We left, um, for some reason, we didn't get we were lost and pushed around. We left it to like Saturday morning, the day before the comp. I thought, oh, we better go see if we could shoot something. But yeah. We had no idea where we were going, what we were doing. And we left the uni at like 11 o'clock. My mate goes to me out the window and goes, you guys are going to get piss all. <laughs> like, yeah, probably. But um, when I was at high school, there was an old teacher. I used to yarn to all the time and he gave me a few spots. So here we are, freaking... Couple of eighteen year olds in a Hilux and 
on her way to, off, off, off to one of the big river valleys in Christchurch. Let me guess, the Rangitata? If you've been to Lincoln and you know anything about hunting. <laughs> it's a gimme, isn't it? Oh, mate, the amount of times I've spent on that years. And, in that river, eh? Oh, even you place in the I South reckon Island. that river might be... It's quite possibly the location for the most amount of first-time tar. Be a lot of them. You know, yeah. like of of like. I wonder if that's like a stat we well, can like, find taken, out. Where where did everybody uh, shoot their first tar well, and what like I river? I can personally vouch for at least seven or eight people that came with me to shot their the first, first tar up yeah. that river. Yeah, I shot my first tar up that river, and I, I shot, know so many people who did. I shot my first five or six. Yeah. It was, oh, it will have a special place in my heart for multiple different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Right. Drown in your truck. <laughs> I, I, I thought we'd say that story for later on, won't we? <laughs> Tell no. us about you drowning your truck, come on. Oh, I did not want to go back to the first story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hold on, hold on. You, you, you're yeah. jumping the gun here, yeah, mate. Yeah, you're jumping the gun. Back it up, back it up. All right, so you're off on your first. Yeah, and we bang, bounced away up the bloody Rangatata, dropped it in the river about two hours before we were supposed to. Just we didn't know where we were going, so we just dropped the river and started driving. What do you mean two hours before you... So you know when you get to Mesopotamia? Yeah. And you're supposed to go straight. We hooked a right and dropped straight down to the river. Instead of following the, like, clearly yeah. marked yeah. track that yeah. mean. This is like the yarn from yesterday yeah. when you walked into that hut and you bashed up the river, eh? It's a uh, recurring... Similar. Yeah, similar. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. I've always, like, I really got maps, but I'd rather actually just get there and look at the fire and make my own decisions, you know? <laughs> but anyway, we bounced about the river. We got, I think we left the truck at about three o'clock in the afternoon. Which is... <laughs> so we have been two hours, two, three hours, two and a half hours from Christchurch. Yeah. Blinking. And I remember we walked up this river and, oh, an hour and a half, and we walked up on the knob and sat down. I was like, well, none of us had seen a tar before. I was sat down, got behind the old Steiners, the old faithfuls. <laughs> and I seen a, bl- well, I think we sat there about, Half an hour, twenty minutes, and and I seen this this brown fuzzy thing. Pretty sure it was a tar. Yeah. So like, right, we're going up there. We're going into it. And um, it was a bit of an eye opener, but he's crawling up through the ice and snow. It was like real first real experience hunting in the snow. Yeah. And I remember we climbed up this fucking chute, and I remember popping over the top, and there was about six tar looking there, looking at me. I don't know which one was big, which one was small. I just picked the first one and shot it. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's about, really, oh, isn't it? When you're, when you're looking for your well, first... My mate was still clinging to the side of the hill. Yeah, yeah. Like, What's going on? I was like, oh, I just shot a tart. Man. So that was all right. So nice. next rookie move, backpack, did it a backpack, carried the whole thing back to the truck. <laughs> <laughs> just your classic backpack, yeah. Yep, don't do that these days. No. Nah. But, uh, and then we got back to the truck and we uh, went to drive out and we shot a couple of deer on the way out. Oh, bloody good. In so, the riverbed. In the riverbed. So uh, we left Christchurch at 11 o'clock in the morning. Got back up there. At, oh, I think it was by the time we dealt with the deer and got on the road again. Got back about midnight with two deer and a tar. And my mate puts out the window, what did you get? I says, you better come down and have a look. I mean, that's not bad at all, really, for a tin-ass trip. Like, that's quite productive. Oh, <laughs> sorry, we had no idea where we were going and... None of us had ever seen a tar before. Yeah, Oh, yeah, this is yeah. no one lying. We saw some tar earlier that day in the game park on the way up there. 
Oh, on the on the at um, Peel Forest there on yeah, the side. Yeah, 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 it's quite cool to stop and and, and have like, a look yeah. there, eh? Yeah. And so we finally figured out what they look like. But yeah. yeah. So nah, the adventures of me really started at second year uni. Yeah. Then I started to figure out. Well, the thrash around Tara. It's like at least two twice a month we were up there. Yeah, just going for a drive and a was it day trip. So we camping up at um, like the Growler and things I like that. I did a lot of stupid day trips. Like leave at like leave at one in the morning. Not quite back at, like me and my back mate, at midnight. We, and, uh, we like sleeping in too much, but uh, ah. we'd leave at oh, five. Yeah, and then we'd be home at fuck. I don't know five. Nah, <laughs> not quite. We'd be home at like oh, one in the morning. Yeah. With the uh, traditional stop at the Ashburton Maccas on the way home. <laughs> it was it turned into a bit of a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and then you sort of... So there on uni, I, I tell you what, I wouldn't have passed hunt, uh, uni without me hunting, because I, I said, I'd take you hunting, you give me your uni notes. <laughs> that was pretty good, eh? Sponsored degree. <laughs> oh, mate, I got, I got a lot of help with my degree, and I got a lot of good people to thank for it. But yeah, so second, oh, the old dread tote. Yeah, he was a good. He's a good lad. He's a very. He was one of them. I was. I was there when he shot his first tar. Yeah, but that's another story. Yeah, it's just all debated which one he shot. Oh god, classic though. No, actually, when he shot his first deer, he was with me. Oh okay. Now we shot this other deer when we're at Waikato Gorge. Yeah. Uh, like a couple of Easter's ago. Yeah. And him and Jack both shot the same deer, and they still don't really know who. They both claim that they that their shot was the shot that killed it. So when he shot his first tar, there was two tar shot. There was a big one and a real little one. Yeah. And both guys claim they were shooting at the big one. Oh, classic. <laughs> oh, but anyway, so. So a few big, few few big years of. Yeah, hunting trips. So as then we started venturing overnight, and then in about our th- in my third year at uni, we started to venture and put a few packs on the back and do a few more, couple of like, like long weekend type sort trip of. Things. But it was it was hard to get out of the Rangitara because like, we knew, you get stuck in that rut of like knowing, and this is like one of my biggest regrets from like my time in the South Island was, I found some good spots and just keep hammering them and i just keep going back and they always provided but i was the same as part of that you'd be like you wouldn't venture out as much because yep but because yeah. the rangatata is such a big valley oh there's so much more like yeah we i know a lot of it we were there's still parts of it i hadn't been to yes yep so like and it was the other thing i i don't regret going to the coast more when we were at uni yeah. Which I've started to do since leaving uni and get yep. a bit more butch. I tell when people ask me about hunting tars, is you gotta learn on the east coast. Don't go straight to the west coast because it's it's a whole different kettle of fish over there. So you reckon learning to hunt tar east coast? I personally think yeah. And do you think that's just because you think it's easier or like what's your reasoning behind that? Um, I personally think you've got more room for error. Yeah. For fuck ups. So it's a little bit more forgiving for the Forgiving, learner. yeah, like we someone should we did and got away with. Yeah. On the coast you just wouldn't get away with it. And in the way of like the actual stalking of the animal or nah, just like the being actual staying in, alive. St- be like just the country. Just the country. Just because yeah. like on the east coast a lot of your bluffs are open and you can see it and you can see your route, but you go to the coast and you get into a bluff in the bush, 
whole different kit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Even just the mental game of bashing through scrubs yeah. just not fun, is it? Yeah, those bush balls are a lot. Cutting yeah. out, you know, whole bush tart, you know. So I, I personally think when people ask me, I say, no, just go to the East Coast. I'm yeah. not. I haven't been to the Rangatata since um, the tar cows, so I don't. I don't. I'm not quite sure the animal numbers up there. But then I mean, it used to be insane. Oh, um, it was, well, no, it needed to be cut. Yeah, right? and sh- surely, like, there's, there's areas in that sort of whole catchment that I've been into that it's like... Yeah, it's crazy. You, you could shoot 100 tar out of there, and I don't think it would be enough, you know? Yeah. Um, So, hopefully... I always send them to the Rangatara, just because... Yeah. Like, you can, you're still going to make... We always we all make mistakes. Yeah. You're still making mistakes. Yeah. But, uh, it was a good, it was a good place to learn, you know? And then, well, in my third year, you know, we started to get on the chamois a little bit. That's one thing. <laughs> I still haven't shot a decent chamois, eh? and it, keeps, it winds me up every time we keep talking well, you about it. I, I invited you to come down the coast with us. Last week, yeah, I know, I know. And what that, did you do yeah. last week up the coast? Had your fingers shoved up your ass. I was hanging out with my gorgeous wife, right? We were just, like, chilling. you got another 50 years for that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, alright, so cracking into some more chamois country. A little bit, we started the Spreading outside of the Rangitata. Yeah, so we started to venture a little bit to Arthur's and yeah, to yeah. Lewis and... A lot of country, eh, to, to get into. A few more fuck-ups and... Yeah. What's yeah. the biggest chamois you've got into? Ah, oh, I think the biggest one I've shot's nine and a quarter or something. Yeah. So like it's respectable, but it's Like not... an old animal or... Nah, he was young. Yeah, yeah. I've shot. I think I've only shot two or three chamois. And yeah. Okay. The first one I shot was it was a chamois. Just a chamois. Just a chamois. I yeah. just wanted to shoot a chamois. Yeah. So I shot the first one. Which I, I think shot. that's understandable. Eh? Oh, like yeah. When you're trying to shoot. It's a funny story actually. We were sitting having an app on the side of the hill and I heard some rock falling. I was like, what the hell is that? Poked my head over the hill and oh shit, there's a chamois twenty yards away. Yeah. And it was supposed to be my mate shot. I says, bro, there's a chamois right there. He's like, no, there's not. I was like, you sure? He's like, no, it's not your shit. So I just grabbed the gun. Yeah. Bumper. <laughs> Take that. But then it fell 300 yards and I had to go yeah, and get oh, the money. That's all right. That's but right. now I've shot a couple of chamois and yeah. I've shot enough now that I'm just waiting out for, it, for a nice one, you know? Did you, while you guys were still at uni, were you doing any tar blocks? Like any of the ballot? Like uh, when did you start doing the ballot stuff? <laughs> Our first ballot was an experience, but uh, we applied for it in our third year, in our first year out of uni. Oh, yeah. got our first ballot. So we the first well, first year we applied, we got two. Oh. Just a few of us went in, so yep. we ended up two blocks. And oh, Did you so, go on both trips? Yep. Yeah, well, I hopped on the shopper for the first one. We got we went to Bubble Creek, and then we got stuck for three extra days. Cold, miserable. Cold, miserable. Bubble so, Creek's cold, so we, miserable. We, we, the boys we, we, went there... I don't know where I I didn't go to that one, but it yeah. was it was cold and shit, and they didn't even have an MIA. It was, so it was our first trip ever, we were all I think we were all twenty one. We were the youngest group at the chopper pad by a long shot. Yeah, but there was other younger guys there, but they all had like, their old man or yeah yeah. But there was just us six of us. Those five of us. Six five young idiots. Five young idiots like we'd done a little bit of tarning and we were yeah. like, oh it was a good idea. When you when you it was gonna be cold so we. We were like warmer sleeping bags, and I remember the chopper dropped us off, and I'm thinking, shit, we're sleeping on ice, literally slept on ice for seven days. I suppose this is back in the day, no inReach. 
No, we had an enrich. Oh, you we had hired an enrich. one. We hired one off. Oh yeah. Off James Scott. We hired one. Yeah. So we had my mate was walking around in bed, bread bags on his feet, trying to keep his feet warm because <laughs> his boots were soaking wet. He didn't have any camp shoes. Oh god. And we got to the last day. Packed everything up and the cloud came in. It started raining. Yeah. Had to put the big tent back up and we slept in the tent for three days. Five of us. So you had a big tent, like an MIA? No, nah, we like had a, a big five man, like a yeah. Coleman sort of But no fireplace no type. Fireplace, oh. No fireplace. So we were all jammed in there for three days. Yeah. Like we had heaps of food. And when I left, the original plan was to go back in the second one. When I left that place, I'm not coming back in. But on the chopper flight out, I'd convinced myself. So I hopped, hopped off that chopper, went to the truck, chucked the dirty clothes in there. I'd already pre-packed. Ready to go for the second trip. the second bag. Hop back on the chopper. Straight Straight back in. in. No shower, no nothing. Straight back in. Jesus. That's how you want it. Oh, man, I loved it, eh? Absolutely. It was great. Actually, I think I remember talking to you after you got out of that. And you were were stoked. Because how long? So what's that? It's... I think it was 16 days. 16 days. Because we got stuck again, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was epic. Main. And what block in the second... Uh, Heinz Tower, which I've been to back since too. That's where we went last year, and that's it? where I got that stubby ball, which, yep. which I haven't showed you. Yeah, eleven-year-old, nine-inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little yeah. broom bugger. Oh shit! And so, how'd that second week go? It's good. Uh, my mate got his the first day we got there. We got bluffed out, like literally didn't couldn't get almost couldn't get back to camp because we got bluffed out. Had to go up yep. and around. Um, my mate got his first night. He shot twelve-inch eight-year-old and then the whole next day was just recovering that jesus and then hindtar's not a very big block like for four years it's it's not like a lot of country to nah. to be hunting kind of unless you drop down the river or which we did yeah but it's big missions well i shot and i shot it was another one i wanted for the um for the skin so i shot or a big hairy one yeah I yeah shot, oh, he was wow first of all it's classic 11 inches yeah just trying to put the skin which you're, you're actually sitting on right now oh this is it here oh man it's a nice skin it's so a nice skin yeah yeah who did the tanning the guy in Christchurch I can't actually remember the name of the place oh yeah way well, back in the day he did a good job though yeah oh that's good yeah skins are nice eh like there's yeah. something I, something I, nice I, I personally it, reckon if you're not if you're not taking a shallow mount off a bull tar and you leave the skin it's it's, it's a crime You've got to take a skin. And, like, it only cost you, like, 150 bucks to get a tanned or something. It depends where you go. Well, yeah, like... That's fucking cool. And they're awesome. You throw it on your bed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, if you're you're just shooting it for... All right, you can shoot one. If you're going to take this, like, a 13 or something. But if you're going to shoot 11 inches, it's... Understandable if it's your first time, we all did it. Everyone's still going to do it. But but even if it's your first... Like, take... I don't know. It's... Like, there's... See, a I'm, lot I'm, of tar I'm, I'm shot personally that I not would... a huge fan of tra- hunting tar in the summer. I personally think because it's... you miss out on that skin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Per- like, I was saying because we were down south and we said if a tar comes, I'm not going to shoot a tar because I don't like shoot tar. But if a 14 inch bull tar walks out in front of me, you'll shoot it. I'm going to shoot the Now, so if you shot a 14 in the summer and you're going to get it mounted, yeah, would you go looking for a winter skin? Or would you mount it in its own summer skin? So I've done exactly that. 
I um, so I shot a three uh, on a raw truck a couple of years ago on the East Coast, and our raw truck we ended up chasing chamois and tar in yeah. April. So the, the coat was almost there, but I just it wasn't quite. If I was going to mount something, it wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was a I think it was a thirteen, twelve year old and thirteen year old. So a nice old bull. And then I used that nine inch eleven year old. I put his skin. Set the taxi at the moment. Oh, oh this is the one you just dropped off the other yeah, way. Yeah, so I've put the night that the stumpy. Yeah. His head skin is going. On the old. Big one. So I, I oh. think it's kind of cool because the two oldest tar that I've shot, I make coming it. together. Yeah. See, I kind of like it, but it also like I don't like it at the same time. Like I I've know. got the issue at the moment where, so I shot a nine. No, it's a ten and a half inch eleven year old bull. Yeah. Um. And. But then, like, I'd like bought it and I popped the horns off, and then some dog, like the neighbor's dog, stole one of the horns, and like now I'm running one horn. Yeah, yeah. But then I just the and I I wanted to get it mounted because I shot it with the old three hundred three, yeah, so it was yeah, kind yeah. of yeah, like I remember you talking about yeah, this, yeah. There's like a, there's a bit there for for me. It's not like. It's not a massive bull, yeah. but nice skin. It was super old and run down. And I shot it with the old rifle, so I was like, cool. I should get this mounted. It's kind of cool here. Um, and then steal a horn. And now, like, it's still sitting in Tyron's freezer. Yeah. And I've got a horn sitting at home, and I'm like... You could just get the horn remade, but it's not the same. Yeah, I know, no. And that's what I said. Like, I had a good yarn with James about it, and he was like, yeah, no, we can just find one that's, like, similar, yeah. and we can, like, modify I'm like, can you do that? Yeah. Well, side note, he was saying, like, guys will ask to have, like, inches added to oh, chamois yeah, and shit like that. Chamois is easy because it's just a tube. Yeah, but that's... I'd, it's no, not, it's I'm not, not... I'm not cool with that, eh? Like, no, add, like... Cool. What do you... Yeah. But anyway, um, I suppose if clients paying for it, they do Like, they all do it, don't they? That's... I, I've heard other taxidermists, like, widening stag. Yeah. Like, they'll... Like widen a set of antlers. Oh yeah, there's, there's there's a few tricks. Oh, there's a few old school tricks that people do. Oh, this wasn't a trick. Are you straight up said yeah. to when Tom was getting his mounted, he straight up said to him, "Do you want me to widen it for you?" Because it was like it's quite a narrow head, mm. and Tom's like, "No, like that's what it, it is. is." Yeah, you can't. That's yeah. like part of the character of the trophy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, because you, yeah, you always so know. Then this last winter, I shot another. Like I think this ball. Nah, it still didn't even go 11 inches, but it was 11, like it was another 11-year-old ball. So nice old ball, but short as well. But I've got like both <laughs> so horns. similar to what I'm thinking. Yeah, so now I'm thinking maybe put it on. Oh, I don't know what to do. So it's all just sitting there like doing yeah. nothing, which I think the missus is happy about because I'm not spending money and putting dead shit on the wall. <laughs> yeah, I haven't quite figured out. I've got a full body goat sitting somewhere. I've got to figure out where to put <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I was talking to by my good friend over here. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get my goat full body because... You'll regret it when you see mine. You'll regret it. No, maybe. Nah, nah, because, what? I know you will. One, just the cost of it is horrendous, but that shouldn't really be a problem because yeah, I, like, I, I, it's such I, I, a long-term... I don't even, I didn't even ask what the price is. Yeah, and it's a long-term thing. Like, yeah. you shouldn't... It's, yeah, the cost shouldn't really matter. But it's just the size of the thing. Like, where do you fucking put a full body goat without, like... I'll tell you in a, couple, in a year of time. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. You'll have somewhere for it, but... I've got a couple of ideas for it, but... 
I'm not even going to shoot one. My In my ideal dream world, I'd love to have a tar and the mountain goat next to each other. Full body tar, full Both. body goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. ideal world. But uh, I'm going to make a few more, bang a few more posts in the ground and guide yeah. a few more dead shit. A few more things. Yeah. Well, shall we swing into talking about Canada then? Canada. Um, oh, you can do. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, we'll just have a quick toilet break and then we'll crack into Canada, eh? Oh, All right, so what, 20. You went to Canada at the same time as me, eh? 2018. Yep, 2018. How'd you, like. Get over there? No, like, how'd you even, like, come across that as, like, a thing to do? Um, so when I went back, back when I was at high school, um, uh, the Ultimate OE guys came around. Oh, at school? And I was at school, so they came to our school, and I, I didn't even know it was a possibility. And then sort of sparked something when they came into. So know, they came to school and did like a presentation thing about presentation. It. I was just like, that just sounds like paradise. And gets, yeah. You get paid to go hunting, and I'm just like, sign me sign up. Sign me up. But I knew that if I went straight out of school, I wasn't ever going to go back to uni. You just end up doing that. that that'd be the end of it. Well, if I'd gone straight out of school to that my life would be on a whole different tangent you know yeah would that be a bad thing though <laughs> oh, I don't know you could say that but a lot of the tangents I've yeah, gone off on yeah yeah but um yeah so which what's good because the uni gave me a little like not a lot but a little bit of life experience yeah I personally think it's 18, 19 you're a bit young to go. well you're not young but it's hard to you're an idiot well, you're still an idiot when you're 21 yeah, but, but you're like... You can, you're starting to get to an age where you can have a structured conversation. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the state like, people they'll be guiding, and a lot of, the, a lot of them are the older type. They're, they're like an older um, American businessman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's nice to have a bit, like... Uh, yeah, actually, story, yeah. if I think back to, like, 18-year-old me wasn't going to be no. able to have... The conversations. Yeah, and I look, it gave me another three years to sort of develop as a hunter as well. And yeah, learn yeah. a lot more. I was still pretty green. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, and then literally as soon as I left uni, the next hunting season I was in Canada. So how'd you jack up a job? Like I, had, I had a friend over there with a contact, so I had my way in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gave me a few guys to email, and I emailed a few guys, and one of them said yes, and Away you went. So, 2018 season, who were you guiding with? Or rank, what, you were uh, packing, weren't you? You were a packer. A I was a packer up north on the, on the, in the Cassias. Yeah, so that's northern BC, like real yeah, northern BC. Yeah, not quite, like sort of, um, it's around like um, Dees Lake sort of place, Iskit, flowing from Iskit, on the um, Stikine River. So, so is get, that on the western on the, side of the main divide? on the western side yeah 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 whereas where we were at second we were on the eastern yeah, side so yeah. i used to look into the trench okay yeah. yeah so i was i was a packer which is essentially a horse yeah yeah so uh, i was a bit like of a miniature a, pony more of a mate it's not about the size <laughs> of the former pony it's about the guts and the pony you know <laughs> load them up load them up and away you go yeah it was a good say i learned a lot that season i learned a lot yeah did uh, I, I love I don't love to tell the story, but um, 
I had one shower in 40 days. <laughs> you loved it. I had a 25-day stint in the bush. So were you in guys tents. in... You were in tents, no cabins? Like... No, there were some cabins, but I never saw them. Yeah. I was in the tent most of my time. Yeah. So yeah, we used to... Because there, there was no horses, it was all float plane. So you get float planed into the lodge and then you go back out. But the lodge... Oh, okay. Lodge, onto you, you lakes to, or onto rivers? I was uh, both... But yep. I was mostly on lakes. Yeah. He was um bush bush the guy had two planes. Yeah. But I was only ever in the float plane. And were you So you're flying into these lakes, are you spending your say ten day hunt or whatever, fourteen day hunt on and and flying out of the same lake or are you traversing uh, to like different where lakes? You, depends or, where you went to. A lot of the time you'd be go around the whole area or like do a big kind of loop and come yeah, back. Yeah, it sort of depends what you're chasing. Yeah. Like if you're chasing moose, you wouldn't go too far because you you wanted to have to be able to get the plane pretty close or a yeah. boat pretty close. But we were chasing stone sheep and. So you got to chase sheep in your first season. Yep, I was on two. I was a packer on two stone kills, which I was pretty happy about. That's pretty so. I I never. Never did never did the stone. It's funny when I went to Canada, it was all about moose and. Grizzlies and stuff. That's what like, you thought, like... Yeah, but you yeah. get over there. What the hell are these bloody sheep thing people? But it just... It gets under your skin, you know? It's, it's something about it. I don't I know. You never really got it. No, nah, see, I'm... Like, I'm right under the goats. Yeah, but... The, but never really got the sheep, but also didn't do... Like, I... I wrangled on a couple of sheep hunts. But you never saw one die. No, never... Yeah, wrangled on a couple of sheep hunts, and... Had that one when I got charged and then fell off the horse the next day. And that you was reckon, you're, reckon you're a real cowboy? Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely didn't make the eight seconds. <laughs> no, I can vouch for that. I was sitting um, in front seat spectator. But that was the only like exposure yeah, to sheep see, hunting I... I got. So maybe I didn't get the bug because I never like got exposed well, to it enough. You get but also, I don't know, they don't like... I, I like goats, man. They're a whole different kettle of fish, yeah. you know. It's so when I go over there, I had a goal to guide stone sheep. That's why once that was gone under my skin, you know. Yeah, yeah. So how what that first season look like? Obviously, not a lot of showering, but <laughs> a, lot, um, a lot, a lot of carrying shit on my back for other people. Yeah, so like carrying a heap of gear for the client. Yep, a lot of meat on the back because there's no horses. We were the horse. Yeah. So what sort of pack weights are you carrying? Um. Like pre-kill, like just with oh, the gear you're so carrying. I started, I went in the first couple of trips and I was a bit heavier than I should have been. So at the end of it, I was the light, one of the lighter packs. Yeah. So so we'd get airdrop food every seven days. So I think I could get my pack down to like under 20 kilo. For seven days? Yep. That's impressive, really. It like, was, I was being really, really skimping on stuff. Yeah. And you're eating house? Yes, you soon get sick of that shit. So, Mountain House, for those that don't know, is like our backcountry yeah. or, or your radics or, or whatever. Um, yeah. Arguably worse in some flavours um, and a lot better in other flavours. I personally think it tastes better. What do you... Okay, what do you think of chicken and rice? Chicken and rice is actually edible. <laughs> it's got to be the worst flavour no, option out no, there. No, 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 it's no, terrible. no, 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 no. Beans, fucking beans. Anything what do you mean? There's this bean one. I remember the, the, one of the guys we were guiding had it, and all he did on it was just fart, 
Oh no, nah, that chicken and rice because no, 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 no. it's purely it's just white rice <laughs> with chicken. unflavored chicken and there's like there's nothing to it. Nah. <laughs> you may as well eat the packet. Well, my go-to was the always the um the beef stroganoff. Yeah. Uh, and there's like an Italian one. I can't remember what it's called, but it was. They, they did have a few flavors that yeah. were quite top notch. Because but... um, you know, you know how I've got a very precise palate. Yeah, very, you're very... a fussy little. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, uh, very precise. precise. So it was quite funny when the um, when Giddy dropped the food, and there were some of the flavors I couldn't stand. I'd go through the the hunter's bag, take the flavors out there that I wanted, put all the ones I didn't want in this one. <laughs> He didn't know anybody different. Nah, nah. But, uh, yeah. And he was living off that and porridge for breakfast and he just had protein bars for lunch, which... <sighs> Couldn't have a bit more food, to be honest. I just dropped a bit of weight in that first season. Probably not bad for you. I put on weight in my first season. No, nah, I dropped Life it was too good. No, I just... I climb a mountain every day and sleep. Yeah. You soon got used to... You got used to sleeping in a tent and on the hard ground, and once you got back to a bed after that, it was hard to sleep. Yeah? Yeah. That's not a bad way to be, though. Yeah. Like, feet weren't... Oh, I soon learnt that my feet needed a bit of socks and... Bit of boots. What boots. boots were you running? I was running lowers, but... I was running lower to bets, but... um, I bought them that they fitted perfectly. Yeah. So they're like... My feet froze. Because oh, not there was enough, no... Um, there wasn't enough room... No, like, what do you, like, into, like, no, I don't know how to explain space. you know, how, like, yeah, no, yes, no dead air space. Yeah, because no dead you, air yeah. space, so, like, my feet, I think you just, like, maybe get cold somewhere, I'm always the one first to get cold feet now, because it was, oh, he'd wake up in the morning, and he'd, but he wouldn't get warm feet again until that night. Yeah. It was horrible. But, uh, so, um, I now, I now run semi-insulated boots. And a size bigger, and it, since I've done, and I've gone and invested in better socks. Yeah. Not just the old farm socks. It's a full like, it's like anything. It's there's it's a full there's a full system to it. Eh? You can't just like, whack on a pair of boots and some no. shitty socks. Like, there's thought to it. Yeah. You need decent socks. Like I'm now running like a double layer sock setup. Well, I've never done that. Um, I don't which like was a little way. bit weird to start with, but I'm, I'm kind of I'm liking it now. I, I've never really had a problem with blisters, so I've never, I've just always run a single sock. Yeah, yeah. And then a decent boot. You're running handwags now, eh? Yep, I run a yeah. handwags high, high top actually. High top. They're so good, eh? I'm massive. I used to be a lower fan, and well, it's funny. Handwag is lower's brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, they're in like the they started in like the same town or something. Apparently, yeah. there's like, like you're either one brother or the or yeah, you're yeah, the yeah. other. I don't like, for all all these years, well, on. the handwags were good, but they just weren't. Not the handwags, sorry, the lowers. They were good. Oh, they're a great boot. Yeah. Them, when I had them at uni, I thought they were the Dutch nuts. Oh they yeah, still love them. Yeah, but no, for, they for are. what I do, I like the handwags and yeah. Yeah, since I've started running the handwags, I, I love them. I, I don't think I'll go back. Yeah, the only problem with the glory um, it's called a handwag GTX Trapper. Yeah. And from what I can gather, I can't find it in New Zealand. Nah, I was trying to look. I was on their website yesterday. You can't get them, but maybe they'll order them in special. Well, I normally, every time I go back to Canada now, I just leave my current, my current pair at home. And just buy just get a new pair when so you get I'm there. I'm up to two pairs at here. Yeah. Two pairs of Trappers here. I have another pair of handwags back in Canada, but they're not Trappers, so... Yeah. 
And so they're just a like a primal loft insulation in the. Uh, I'm not exactly sure boot. what the insulation is, but I know they some. Have, yeah, it's, it's got warmth in it. Yeah, because I, I want to get a pair of them and run them as my winter boot, like on cold situations. Say I know that I'm only going to get say, like, maybe ten days, fifteen days a year. Yeah. Of actual use out of them, um, but they they might last me ten years instead of like a standard yeah, pair of boots actually, that I wear out. It's got to be pretty bloody hot before you actually get too hot in them. Yeah, like I've just had to wear them on the summer so you run trip. Them this trip just gone. Yeah, like their feet were hot, but they weren't. If I had a pair of summer boots, I'd literally just run them. I don't know December, January, February. Okay. Like in the raw and stuff, I don't notice the I don't notice them being too yeah. hot and. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't found anything that will make me want to change it. There's a couple of other brands that I've thought about, but... It's hard to beat a boot that works, eh? Like, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bloody things cost a fortune to go try something that turns out to be shit, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's a, the high top, everyone says, well, you wear high tops. I said, what is it? I says, my ankles feel weak now if I go back to low top yeah. boots. But that wading depth, crossing oh, creeks? When you chuck a pair of gaiters on it, yeah. It's surprising how much that extra inch and a half actually gives you. Yeah. It's you're always the last one with wet boots. Yeah. But once you do get wet boots, they weigh four times as much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so more shit that's wet. It's yeah. worth trying to actually yeah. keep them dry, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Alright, so you run that whole season, twenty eighteen season. Yeah, and then I uh, got to the end of that and I got sick of carrying shit and decided I wanted to ride a horse. <laughs> that's when you rung me. <laughs> yeah, I was like because the last, the last, last two days of the season, we packed out a moose, and I decided no, nope, I'm never ever freaking doing this again on my back. I packed the moose about me to you, and I decided I didn't want to pack a moose any further, bro. <laughs> then things, there's a lot of meat in a moose. Three of us. Yeah. Three hours to pack a moose, okay. <laughs> and elders and the willows and yeah. crap and an old burn. Yeah, and they're never in like nice country, are they? No, it was freaking horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Jesus. Yeah, I remember the first moose leg I picked up and like we'd killed a moose yeah. on the edge of a lake yeah. and um we were just butchering it. And I went to take the leg as we cut it off, we went to like take it about like three, four meters, put it on the grass to like keep yeah. it clean. And I was like, I'll just like flip it over yeah. my shoulder and I'll just walk up there and I like went to throw it up and I was like, Oh my fuck, well, like see there's a moose, lot going on. Where I was the first year. Oh, bigger moose. Because you would have been closer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're still, they're still Canadian, Canadian moose, but they're starting to get a little, a lot a little more bit, Alaska little, Yukon moose aren't bit, they? Yeah, but yeah. Not, they're still like real Canadian, but they're not. They're bigger. They are bigger in size, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I just started in that. I'm going to ride a horse. And, and I reckon then, my next season, I did more walking in my first 10 days than my first season. I did it all the whole second season. Yeah. Nah, because that's when. So then, yeah, that was. So I'd done my first season at Sickney River and I'd got the job same sort of way you got yours through yeah. a mate, a message told and he'd jack that up and then yeah, second season I go back there and take Timmy with me and I, no one had met, like everyone was just like, oh yeah, so there's another Kiwi coming, Bruce is bringing another Kiwi and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I, I dropped I dropped Tony off at the airport and she flew yeah. back to New Zealand and I swapped her out for you. Yep. Yeah. And we just rock, 
rocked back to the ranch. And yeah, was at the ranch for three days, and they sent us Lucian to the bush together. Didn't we go to Trimble the next... No, we went... Uh, not to Trimble, to... Um, um, Beatty Lake. Beatty Lake the next day. Uh, no, it was in two days after. Well, something like that. We, we did a little... Chucked on a horse the first day. little afternoon trip. Did a little crash course from packing a horse. Yeah, we packed a horse. You guys, buddy... Because you thought I couldn't ride it. Well, I hadn't ridden a horse in a long time, and... Yeah. You, Luke, and Rob took me out in the airstrip and just... <laughs> and I'm like, oh well, better hold on. And I'm sitting there, you guys are sitting there waiting for me to fall off. And I'm like, nah, buddy. You're all on. I'm all going. Good here. to go, yep. And then, and then front you, on two socks. Away you go. Away and then go. We, yeah, we trailed in. Three days later, yeah. Trailed into. We went to Big Mountain and then we went up and saw a bit of, bit of sheep scouting. Yeah, saw those ewes and young rams. Yeah, nothing. So a few out. Um. Nothing of interest. No. And then... Off to Bluebell for our home for the next three months. That's right. And then the next day, our horse, like a bunch of our horses ran away when we were cutting trail. Like the... Was it the first day or the second day? Because uh, that that's when day. I got the text we on had, the interreach saying Hunter, Hunter and Arlene coming in tomorrow. Yeah, because we had, we had day off first, remember? Yeah. Did a little bit. Um, I think we yeah, cut a bit of trail and followed. Run halfway back to Big Mountain. and. Oh, that was... Yeah. That was, was cold as shit too. There, I, was, I was sitting there thinking, what the hell have I got myself into with yeah, these freaking yeah, yeah. horses? No, nah, so we went looking. And I, I looked back, oh, fucking, just shit, like... Seriously. Yeah, well, I should have known that they they were gone, gone. Yeah, like, we had them run home. Yeah, so, and they turned up, that was fine. We brought them back in later. And then rocked Oh, you had to go ride them back in, eh, after your event? Yeah, so... Well, we may as well talk about that, because it's a good laugh. So we... You end up there, you and me in camp. And Rusty. And then Rusty, the hunter, and Arlene, our cook, who's just an absolute gem. Was Leonard still there? No, we would have shot your goat first. No, the goat was after the sheep hunt. Oh, after I hurt my right, shoulder. That's right, that's right. Because I was concerned, when that's I hurt right. my shoulder, yes, I was no, concerned yes, yes, whether yes. I was going to be able to shoot my goat or not. That's right, no, you're right, you're right, yes. So... Yeah, um, Rusty and Arlene flying, which was mean because we went from me and Timmy cooking <laughs> to full on like Arlene can cook up a storm. It was yeah. bloody good. Three course meal. Yeah, fresh bread, coffee, good go in the morning. Oh, we had it good. Um, and then, well, we went up to Sickney Lakes, didn't we? To... Uh, yeah, we dropped you off. I dropped you off. Yeah. And we spotted that band of rams. I think it was four rams. And they were like... None of them were screaming, I'm legal. But it was like the only sheep we'd seen for a while. It was like, we better get closer and, and go and have a have a gander. I personally thought they went even close, to be honest. There was one there that I was like... Mm. It was a long way away. It was a long way away. Massively inexperienced sheep hunter. The photos you guy. were the guy who hadn't even could be on a dead sheep, and I'm sitting there wrangling. I'm being like, I know, I know. Sheep, it's, yeah. So then we headed not off. I, up, not that I knew very much. No, nah, we we headed off uphill, me and Rusty, and then that's when we ended up getting charged by that bear, and that was a bit of a laugh. Yeah. He was shit himself a bit on that. He was a bit scared, so we. Backed out of there and didn't see those sheep again. Yeah. Um, you came home after that, didn't you? 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he didn't want to. <laughs> he didn't want to stay on camp again that night, which, like, I mean, he's a bit shocked up. So we cruised back um, to the camp. And then we were going to go hit up that paradise side and see if we can see the sheep from a different angle because they would have, you know, that bowl up above. No, we were going to go up Twin Creeks because we went head from the rain, remember? We headed from the rain in the morning. We got up Twin Creeks. I think. Nah. Oh, no, we were going to go No, we were going to go up. You know that side bowl no, no, on right. the way yeah, up to yeah, Paradise? Yeah, because right. yep, yeah, no, right. we were just thinking maybe things, they'd moved around that way, yeah. those that those rams. And then that's when I ended up just having a shit show. Climbing, Come on, climbing off the horse, I'm like half on, he breaks off, loses his shit, I lose my shit. Timmy's laughing. Timmy's laughing, and I just eat it into this, like, um... Like mound thing Jeez. on the side of the um, runway and just smash really the shoulder. Can't really Canadian thing. No, you can't <laughs> say how they call it, can you? Um, no. And then yeah, just smack myself up. And I don't know. I like. I don't know what the fuck I did, but my shoulder was just in absolute pain. And um, so we got on the buzzer back home, eh? And they were they were like, oh yeah, is it helicopter bad? That's right. You came over to me. Because yeah. you had my own reach, you were talking to Talia and you come over and you're like, she wants to know if it's helicopter bad. I'm like, nah, it's not helicopter bad. Like, I'm not going to die. It's yeah. just like, I'm yeah. incapable of doing things. Well, I should have said it was helicopter <laughs> bad because we then waited three days for the weather to clear for the fucking plane to get in. And what um, happened when you got to town? There was nothing wrong. And they get to town and the doctor's like, mm, yeah, no, um, it's pretty apparent that you've got uh, mobility issues and you're in a lot of pain, but can't tell you why and I'm like what she's like yeah nah um, if it still hurts at the end of the week call this guy and get an MRI like, for fuck's sakes I reckon you just popped it back in your sleep Monday popped night. it out popped it in later on yeah. cause I was in some serious like I've never had that much pain cause before. I actually dislocated my shoulder earlier that same year so I sort of knew what pain you were in yeah mine was only out for an hour yeah nah fuck it was in pain yeah but luckily, actually, the hunter had some, like, serious yeah, drugs, yeah, was, which yeah. was mean, because we, yeah, I wasn't going to be a happy chappy. And then you, oh no, you didn't take him. I took him for a day. Luke didn't realise how much sheep, well, I like How much sheep hunting you'd done. I've done a little bit. Yeah, you'd be expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I'm an expert. Because you and Luke went out. Um, uh, yeah, Luke came in. He flew in. I took him out for a day while Luke came in. Yeah. And then Luke took over. Bonus about hurting your shoulder, I got to have a flight in the plane. Never flown in a bush plane any other time, so that was kind of cool. So the three, the three years I've been going back to this SA, I've never had a flight anywhere. Yeah. Ridden all the way back, guy, all the way back out. All the way to, I've done all the camps, but I've never flown there either. Never been in a bird, yeah. I've been, but I've been in heaps of planes in my first year, so. So did you, so I ended up flying out and I was out for like two weeks or something. Yeah. Did you do any hunting? No, yeah, no. So you had that hunter and then he left, didn't he? Yep. And I think it was me and Arlene for about eight days. And you just cut and trail and shit like that? I didn't even cut trail. I just cut firewood. Because like, I'd only been there for a week, so I was still rather green with the horses. I didn't know where the trails went. And I wasn't that confident to go out by myself. as yep. yet, you know. So I yep. just thought, bugger it. I'll just sit there and cut firewood. So when you came back or someone came back, we could... Just would be good to go yeah. camp was set yeah so I just cut firewood and cut killing I, did, I think I did a couple of little missions up to like um, 
Macaska Lake and stuff. Yeah. Nothing major. No, that's funny. And then, so what was your first client that year? Um, the elk. Oh, bro. Oh, it'll be something you, it'll be when you come and got the goat. Oh, yeah. Well, I suppose my goat would have been your first client, would have been me, wouldn't it? Yep. Yeah. One of the coolest things I've ever done. So, well, you tell the story of guiding me on the goat then. <laughs> I had this bloody drop, drongo, but he killed me on the <laughs> Nah, so. Apparently, I'd never been to this place. He takes old Bruce here. We go to the old goat creek. Not goat creek, goat camp. Goat What's camp. it called? Goat camp. And as soon as it comes apparent, while well, it's called goat camp. Yeah, yeah. You go there because there's goats and yep. there's a camp. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of them. And climb up into the head basin and... Goat pops out. We actually went back up that same place in the last season. Yeah. Had to walk all the way to the back of that valley. And there's had, a lot had, of goats up there, though, eh? I reckon there was more when I was with you. Oh, There right. were still lots in there, but I still... Because when me and you popped in there, we were like, fuck, there's goats everywhere, yeah, this is mean. And then we were just having to run into that valley. When I went up there, we were also under time pressure. I was like, oh, shit, surely yeah. at the front. Get up there. Nothing in the front. They're all at the back, and it's about two or three K bang up to the back. Yes. Yeah. You remember those elders and willows yeah, and bushbashers yeah. and all that crap? Yeah. Absolutely miserable. For some reason, that, like, early on little basin just reminds me, like, that just makes me think of the kind of place you're just going to walk into a pissed-off beer. I don't Funny know, you like... you say that, last week you sent some real fresh beer tracks. Yeah, yeah, it just seems to me like... Ugh. I mean, I'm by no means an expert in, like, where beers are. Yeah. But that just gives me the shits, that sort of country, oh, eh? That's my still favourite spot. I go to Goat Camp, I just bang straight up into there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a mint little basin, like hanging yeah. basin in there. So. Yeah. Yeah, managed to get you a goat. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was. Shooting that goat was pretty special, eh? Like, it was pretty cool. I was talking about and then to do it with to do it with a mate, like with another Kiwi, and and mm. you know, it's pretty sweet. So mm. we rocked out of that, and then a few days later, our first hunters coming, didn't they? Yep. And uh, you've already got that goat off. Um, Bluebell. First day. Oh, with Derek. Yeah, with yep. Derek. And then I had... Because we swapped, remember? Because I wanted to hunt elk and you wanted to hunt goat. Yes. And I was sitting there scratching my head thinking, what have I done? What was your guy's name? From up Alaska, wasn't he? Matt. Air Force guy, Matt. Matt and he yeah. bought his old man. He was a good bugger, too. What was his name? Was it Terry? Terry. I think it was Terry. Or was Terry the crazy old dude? <laughs> the spoon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we could do a whole podcast on that spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so Matt and you and his old man yep. go off looking for... Oh, we, was there that shit weather again, we remember? Mm. That first day we just walked around camp, walked just those close meadows, and then that next day we went up to where that big hanging basin is. You can see from... Um, the one up the uh, speaker. Between... No, no, between um, Ram Creek and Paradise. Oh, we yeah. We went up there. Yeah. And so we've seen right. Jack and yeah, we'd seen. And then, um, I'd seen we'd seen some cows. But I suppose you should premise this on the fact that so my first season there, I did not see a single bull elk. Yes. I heard not a single bugle, and I saw very limited cow elk. Yes. And then we rock back in here, and we're seeing no bull elk. I'd see, we'd see some cows. We'd seen a few cows, and we hadn't heard a bugle, and mm. now Timmy's off. On an elk hunt this with first, an elk being primary tag. First animal I've ever guided. Yeah. 
and then play it, run us through this, because this is an outstanding story. It was, uh, we've had the first day, we've seen nothing, and then the next day, we've seen nothing, and I'm sitting there going, holy shit, why did I swap to the gate? I could have been done and had my feet up. I thought, Bruce, is, Bruce has been clever, yeah? But anyway, but I'd seen, um, you'd seen some cows when we were sheep scouting. Yeah. And I was just kind of waiting for the weather to come right before we went up there, and I thought, and there was another valley we could have gone spike camped in. But all right, we'll go up here for a day and we'll see what we see. Otherwise, we're going back, get some gear together, and we'll go and go. Right. It's like camping. So uh, we get to this three-hour ride, so it's a pretty, pretty big grunt of a ride. And uh, sit down, it was late, and Glass's whole face, we'd seen the cows, and she wasn't the nicest weather. Misty and shit, and I'd, I'd literally just put my binos down. And you know when you have that feeling like, shit, today, see this a long, cold-ass day, I see absolute jack. Yeah. And literally, I put one, I was sitting there thinking that, and that guy was looking the other direction, saying, oh, there's one. And I'm like, what? Is that a bull? He's like, yep. Spotting scope, where's the spotting scope? Because they have to be six point. Yeah, so, yeah, so we, yeah, where we were, BC, Region 7, or whatever it is, uh, 7B, six, it's got to be a six point to be a legal yeah. bull out, and a six point in their parlings is to have six points on one side. Yeah. So what we would call 11 an 11 or a 12 pointer. Or a 10 with a six and a four. Yeah. What what we would call what you're looking for a perfect twelve yeah. as a minimum. But you can yeah. shoot one with one antler that's got six points. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I didn't even look to see how big it was. I literally just put the spotting scope on it, counted six points, and said, "Let's go." It's legal. We're on. <laughs> I literally, I didn't, I didn't know what the hell I was looking at. Yeah. Not a freaking clue. I knew you had a hunt there. All right, we'll win the game that way. We'll walk up there, walk into the wind. Left <laughs> <laughs> the horses tied up. We left the old boy down there with a few bloody manual instructions, like, she's not allowed to use radios or walkie-talkies over there. Yeah. So he just did like some, a couple like, of flags, like, go this way, go that way. Yeah. thing. So I think it's like, oh, two hour walk up the hill and get up the hill and get up the oh, fuck. He's not there. Put the binos back on the old boy and he's still pointing, so that's all right. Still on. We sat down and then, yet again, the hunter spots, I'm looking for completely other direction. Now, Hunter seems his bloody antlers, he'd sort of get up. So I was like, oh shit, he's gone. And then he just turned around and bedded back down again. I was like, holy shit, we're on here. How far? I think it was about 400 at that stage. Yeah. But there was heaps of um, like elders and little willows around. Yeah. So we were sneaking, I think it was 3.30. That we were shot. Yep. And um, where he was, if he'd t- stood up and taken like three steps around the corner, he would have been gone. And he was bedded, like you could see his whole side bedded. So we decided to take the shot. Better to put out risking trying to stand them up and losing. Yeah. I mean, he took the first shot. And I didn't hear that the whack. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, oh shit! And he took up and he ran back towards us. I said, shoot again, shoot again, shoot again. And the second shot, I nearly missed. But by that stage, you know how like when they lung shot, they start to get the old wave. Get on. the wobble. <laughs> yeah. And he just tipped up, and I was just just one of the coolest experience like that. First 30 seconds after he shot, it was just. It was one of my favourite hunters because he was just stoked. And I was, yeah. He didn't realise how green behind the ears I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just faking it till I made it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it was one of the coolest moments 
and we got over to it, and I was like, holy shit, this thing's big. And I didn't quite realise what we got, and I wish we'd spent more, it was in a shit spot. It was, like, real hard to get some nice photos. Yeah. We yeah, well, it's in all that thick, well, I've seen yeah. the photos, I know where you were, like, it's miserable, yeah. thick, elderly country, like, it's yeah. You couldn't even, it was only two of us, we could barely move the bloody thing. Just luckily, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning, so we spent the next six hours, bloody dealing to it, head-skinning it, butchering it, to come back the next day, and I carried it down to the, the lake, where we had the horses, and the old, so the old boy had an idea, he'd done a bit of bear guiding, and he's like, holy shit, that's a dandy, and I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so at this point, you've got no idea how big this thing is. Not really. You're just like, we've shot a, we've shot a legal bull, a good legal bull. Well, I had an idea, it was, I just thought it was, I knew it was, like, I didn't think it was big, I said, oh, it's just a... I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just a big... I'd never seen it out. Big ball out of yeah, place, you know. I just, it, was, it was huge. And then... Get back and... Hung out the tree overnight. And, um... So we came back with the horse the next day and get it. Yeah. And then we got back to camp and started showing Arlette the cook and you the photos. And you guys are like, oh, shit. And I was, yeah, yeah. And Arlene's like, it's pretty big. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. That's cool. And so then we go get it the next day, get it back, and then Arlene's like, I've been cooking here for 50 years, that's the biggest I've ever seen come yeah, out of you. And, that's like, what she, and yeah. I'm like, what did you just say? Big, biggest out to come out of Bluebell. What did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> and then it started to... Sort of sink in how big, and then like, what you've got. Terry on. knew how to measure them, so he measured them up. At, I think what he measured at three, 329, I think he measured it at. That rings a bell, yeah. And then Arlene starts talking about some buckle. I'm like, what? He said, oh, yeah, there's awards at the end of the year. I'm like, surely not. I haven't shot something that good, you know? And then, like, officially it got scored 336. 336. And who got the buckle? Oh, wow. <laughs> Freaking Luke got his name on it. <laughs> You got the thing on the wall. You got Luke's name on the. I've still got. Oh, we got it remade. Oh it yeah. A trophy place in New Zealand that remade it with my name. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've still got the original, but it literally looked identical. Because Luke ended up. Because yeah, I'm not sure how it was all a bit uh, shitstorm. Yeah, it's all just the admin involved in yeah. getting it all processed and shit. Yeah. But anyway, so that elk ends up winning. Northern Guides do. Northern Guides biggest elk for the season. Yep. <laughs> Only bull we saw all season. <laughs> I saw one at the end, but no, oh, you did. It's only like a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never hit a bugle after that. Meanwhile, I'm wandering around with the Texas Cowboys. We've shot a goat, and we're looking for a for an elk, and we didn't. I don't even think we've seen a cow. I didn't see. A, I don't think I've seen an elk hunter. So. Nah. Oh, I think I've seen a couple of cows actually. But yeah. So. But shit. I don't really care. We were chasing moose and goat after that. Yeah. Oh, it was sh- bloody good, eh? Yep. And then what we rocked in after that hunt is when we had um, Jameson and you got that freaking moose for him. Yeah, and um, oh shit, what's the other guy's name? He's like an electrical engineer or something. They were Brandon. mates, Brandon and Jameson. Yeah, yeah, and they'd come up from. Well, was Brandon came away from freaking Africa? Yeah, he was in Africa at Kenya, the time. Wanted a Kenya or some shit. Yeah, I think he's but, still um, there. Yeah, I think it is. I've mm. been following them on the Grammys. She's been yeah. doing a bit of safari and stuff. But yeah, they rocked in. 
Rob got a Moose. You got Jamison's goat for him because they're oh, no, Moose. Moose. You got a goat because um, you were still with the other boys. That's yeah, right. Because my I'd seen the moose in the morning. My hunters them. flew out. I don't know why. Was and a, yours stayed for an extra day or something. Yeah, there was, oh, I can't remember. Yeah. And then yeah, and then that's when I got the um. Because we'd gone and sat on a lake looking for a moose, and then I checked my inreach and I got a message and it says like moose somewhere mm. spotted and I was like oh, sweet Timmy's seen a moose didn't really like understand where you'd seen the moose yeah and then we're riding back and I thought I heard a grunt or something I was yeah. like nah we're on oh no nah I didn't hear a grunt I heard I heard a cow calling and then um so we jumped off and we tied up and we were like, and I'm like, bro, I can hear grunting now, we were on. And then that's when we ended up shooting that moose. There was a good moose too. That was right on dark. Mm, it's because it was real whack on one side, I remember. Yeah. All right, that was intense for me to like call. So that was my first moose. Mm. And like to make that call. So a moose over there has got to be um, 10 on one side or three yeah, brow tines on one side. And or, so, or spike fork. You can shoot a real young one. Only early on or something, eh? Uh, it's a different season. I can't remember. Oh, uh, yeah. Change the rules again. No, that's a new rule. That wasn't like that oh, then. Okay, yeah, because they've changed things now. Because they're on quotas and shit now, aren't they? Uh, no. Not yet. No. Oh, they were that... going to, but oh. I managed to keep it. Like, they have but, changed. They've yeah, changed anyway, season, so. Yeah. yeah, we shot. Shot there. And it was just intense, like, staring through yeah. it, like, trying to get the count. And I'm, he's, like, got it in his sights. And I'm, like, just don't shoot yet because there's, like, a branch in the way. Yeah. And I'm, like, don't. I can't. I haven't got a count yet. And then I was just, like, send it. And this thing dropped, like, instantly. I was, like, sweet. We're on here. So. Yeah. And then, what, you rocked off for that goat hunt. Yeah, me and Rob went to goat camp. Yeah. I'll, we'll get into a bit of goat camp. So you and Rob headed over to goat camp with Brandon and yep. Jameson. So two hunters, two guides. Yep. Load up and away you go. First day. Both of you tagged out first day. Yep. That's oh, outstanding. Yeah, first full day. We got there first night there and the second day we tagged out. And then we spent the other night there and then just rolled back to camp. So travel day, a hunt day, a travel day, two goats, boom, boom. And then it was literally just piss around for the next six days. And it was an absolute dandy of a goat too, eh? The one that you got into. Nine and a half, I think it was. Did it go 50? Um, Surely. Jamison, excuse me here. Um, Jamison actually did send me the scorecard. Oh, yeah. I wonder. I don't know know how far back I'll have to go. Yeah. Um, And then what did you do after, so... Tagged out on them, and then did you have any more? Oh, yeah. Did you have that bow hunter? But you guys didn't get on to anything, and then there was some bison and stuff, eh? Yeah, that bow hunter, we left bluebells, but we got shafted a bit. We trailed, trailed down, and then that's when we dropped you guys up by the closure, and you spent a couple nights there. And... Yeah. But that that hunt, even for me, didn't turn into much either. Like, yeah. we didn't. Like I ended up getting a bison on that's the ground. That's the game. That was the not. It was this game. Yeah, that's it. Once I'm just gonna find the um, score sheet. See somewhere. There it is. There we go. What do we got? Um, 
28 and 5 eighths. Whatever that means. No. Total score. Oh, that's for SCI. Yeah, yeah. I've no idea how that works. How that adds up to like a Boone and Crockett measurement. Yeah, well, Boone and Crockett is um both sides. I don't know, Pope and Young's, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure what. Yeah, the oh, works. fuck, I don't know. Yeah. It's too many scoring systems. Yeah, he did say. What did he say? It says it will do goat book bronze for SCI and miss silver by an eighth. So it goes book for. Whatever, I think no. so, yeah. Miss Silver by an eighth. It was a good goat anyway, bloody, yeah. So then, rocking to some moose and bison. Oh, sorry, you got that moose in the... On the... I was hunting bison. With the spoon. Yeah, with the spoon on the lake. Yeah, there's a bit of tag admin going on there. <laughs> and, um, I had to tag in my back pocket. Yeah, and then what else you get into... Then it was just bison after that. We that we trailed out after that, didn't we? Yeah, well, they tailed, they trailed out. Rob guided them for um, bison back at the lodge, remember? Yeah. Yeah, and then a few bison hunts and shit. That was good. Bison hunting's good fun, eh? It's like a different... It's relaxing. Yeah. It's the bison around. With the bison, not that it's shit. Yeah, it's shit. Because you're constantly sitting there, like, second-guessing yourself, like, am I doing enough? Yeah. When you know in the back of your head, there's just no bison around right now. Like, there's not a lot it's you can just, do about it. Yeah. You should have turned up. Yeah. It's painful sometimes. Yeah. And then you stuck around for the winter. Yeah, I got roped into going down to the shows. How were the shows? Good. Yeah. A lot of, lot of boozing. A lot of boozing. Yeah, that was good. Dallas was good. Yeah. Sheep Show was my absolute favourite. I love Sheep Show. That's in Reno. Yeah, yeah I don't know if it's still in Reno now. I think they might be. Like it's Nashville, I think it is now. Was oh, it Nashville? Yeah. Somewhere, anyway. Yeah, is it Sheep Show in Nashville? America. Whatever. Greatest country in the world. But, uh, yeah. Piss up every night. Yeah. Get up with a hangover and. Go to the show. Greg was out. Greg was out for the bloody booth and yeah. sit there, bloody. Talking smack and talking smack and trying oh to stay man. alive and going around spending all my tip money. Yeah, and so that wraps up first season at the second E, and then the whole bloody spicy cough turns up and just fucks everything up. You yeah. get back till this year just gone twenty two. Yeah, my life took a bit of a um big turn. Big turn, yeah. I yeah. Was, took a, started to do a bit of guiding in New Zealand, and then COVID turned up. Yeah, yeah. Shit. And then this season just gone. Yeah. Was a bit of a big one for you though. Got a sheep. Got a sheep yourself. Oh, got a guided a sheep. Shot a goat yourself. Yeah, and shot a bison myself. So rip us into that. How'd this season go? Because I'm like, I'm a little bit jealous. I wanted to guide a sheep, but it was like my ultimate goal. Yeah. Canadian. Like, when COVID came, if for some reason I could never go back, I would have felt like I was still an itch to scratch, if you know what I mean. And I st- it was still needed to scratch that itch. Yeah. Guide a sheep. Guide a sheep. And we got lucky. We managed to get one. So, your second day. guide and a sheep, second day... So, hunt started on opening day? We'd scouted for a couple of days beforehand. Oh, yeah. 
seen Jack. So did you shot on open opening? Nah, we shot on the second. Yeah, so what's that? August second. Yeah, August second. Boom, ram down. We'd seen them. We spotted them. We almost we spotted a couple of young ones, and they'd gone over into this big bowl. Yeah. And that was known for rams. So like right, because I was actually going to another spot, but we had a horse wreck on the way there, and it was another freaking story. But. <laughs> Everyone loves a good horse rip. No, no one loves a good horse rip. No one loves a good horse rip. Yeah. But managed to get everything back in order and no horses were hurt or anything. So we managed, not, managed we never got to where I was intending to go to. And we just parked up for a rest. And we're glassing. Oh, shit, some sheep up there. So I'll, I'll also camp up here for the night. Climbed up there the next morning and, what do you know, there's a band of seven rams and there was a legal one in them. Good to go. Yeah. And then, so ram on the ground. Yeah. How many inches? Uh, what way did he go? Was he 36? I think he was 36. Yeah. Yeah. So good ram, but not, 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 not your special. monster. Not yeah, yeah. Like, I sat there for a couple of, oh, a couple of hours aging the bastard. So did he go legal on age or over the nose? Age. Age, yeah. Just. Just. Well, he was well eight. Yeah. Well, he's either eight or he's not he was, in it, but... Yeah, he, was, he wasn't... No, he didn't break the bridge. So it was, wasn't going to break the... Yeah. Was, like There's shit. a big call to make, oh, eh? There's a big call to make on your first sheep on age, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I knew he didn't break the nose, and I was looking at him, I could just tell he didn't break the nose. So that's what I was trying to take. You take don't, you don't want to be that one to shoot a small... No, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that'll... This is just kind of going to ruin your day, isn't it? Yeah. It is a bit, yeah. So sheep on the ground... First hunt of the season, tagged out day two. Yeah. Good to go. Good to go, and then we... And then, but goat doesn't open till the 15th. So you got another 13-odd days of just around. So we went and cutting fixed wood a, and we, fixing uh, trail. We fixed another camp up and yeah. did a bit of trail cutting, and then we had a day to get a goat, and we went to goat camp and got it done. And the same basin. The same basin I got mine. Yep, so we had an absolutely massive day. We woke up. At goat camp, we trailed the night before, day, to two days before. We had a scouting, what was supposed to be a scouting day was half a day because it was raining. Yeah. So I woke up four o'clock in the morning. I was hoping to have the goat dead by 11. Because like, we get you, at goat camp, you know, it's sort of... Yeah. It's not yeah. guaranteed, but you've got a good chance. If you're a good fit geezer, yeah. you're on. <laughs> so we got up to where you shot yours, and I'm like, fuck. Surely there's some goats at the front of this valley. No, they're all at the back. So we <laughs> high tail to the back. And once we got there, there's no cover. They seen us. Ah. Uh, they climbed up higher. So then we had to go up the hill at the back. So the back of that big basin's all just open grass. Yeah. It, like it looked beautiful, eh? But yeah. So just no cover. There's nothing no cover. So yeah. we just saw this guy. We got no one to just walk straight at it. Yeah. But luckily we ran the corner and bent it up again. But we had to climb another 200 metres at the back of the basin. Mm. So instead of um, being dead at 11 o'clock, he was dead at 3 o'clock. Nah, it was quite that late. One and a half past two. Two o'clock maybe. So by the time we'd done all the photos and butchered it and skinned them, it was, we got back to camp at uh, 6 o'clock. Yeah. But old mate, his plane was leaving the next day. <clears throat> so we were absolutely shattered. Spent the whole day hunting and it was a big day. So we're, we're talking, we're on the hill for 12 hours. Who was leaving the next day? You're a guy. The, the hunter. Oh. Because he only had one day of goat season. Yeah. On his time. <clears throat> so we had to pack up camp. So we got back at 6, packed up camp. 
And Wait, is this your goat or is this the goat? No, no this is the one he guided. The goat. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were talking about your no, goat. No, no, my goat was shot. Oh, no, you shot your goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shot one sorry. pair enough. But anyway. Yeah. So we Fuck, got back to camp sorry. at six. Packed up camp. Loaded all the horses up at seven. And then rode back to Bluebell. That night? That night. Oh, fuck. And that's just a bit of a shit of a ride, too, isn't it? I tell you, it was one of the best things ever. Once I got the blue bear and died. Yeah. It was not died, but once I got there, it was just like. We weren't, weren't getting up in a hurry in the morning? No. No. And then the plane was late, so it was like. <laughs> classic, classic bush time. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting uh, for the taxi. Yeah. No, I didn't shoot my goat until I got like to the end of the season. I wanted to wait for them to. Do not tar the fluffy coat. We're yeah, about so you're just waiting sun. for a colder weather skin. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so run us through your goat hunt then. Um, so we had a couple of days spare. I'd seen a couple. There was a couple that um, I only had about a day or two to get mine. Yeah. Spare time before we had to guide um, someone else, a moose hunter. So me and the wrangler. The wrangler was my guide because you have to be guided because I'm classed as a foreigner. Yeah. Yeah, same set up. two sort of places that we'd seen goats, and there was one place we went back to. We'd been gone trying to chase this one goat for the other guy, we never get he wouldn't come down. And we tried that last for like three or four days for the other guy, and oh, I'd like to shoot him, but I was like, we've only got a day or two. And we went up Paradise, like two days behind, and I saw one that was like nice. It wasn't old, but it was just a nice. He'd be like 12. 12 inch bull tail, you know. Yeah. Like nothing massive, yeah. but respectable. But a good, respectable. Yeah. And I was like, at the end of the day, <coughs> all I want is just something to look at. Not, I would, like, don't get me wrong, I'd love to shoot a big one. Yeah. But I don't have the time to spend three weeks chasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Monster, you know? yeah. So, but right, he's resp- so we're not paradise, and then hopefully he's going to be there. He was real one real old one, but he only went one horn, and I was tempted, but it was just like, I'm only ever going to get to shoot one, and I yeah. want it to look, yeah. you know? To look the part. And, like if, yeah. I, if it had been New Zealand, I would have shot that one horn, no yeah. question, because I know I could shoot another one. Yes. But, yeah. but it's a big, like, it's a, I, I think I ran the math on mine, and it's like close to a 30,000 New Zealand dollar hunt yeah. to go and shoot one of these things. So it was like, I want to shoot one that actually, I'd rather shoot a slightly smaller one that looks right. Yeah. So we went up there and it's in the same place seen two days previously. So rode the horses, managed to get the horses quite in close because there was quite a bit of cover at the head of Paradise there. Yep. Yeah, there's like that patchy scrub. And then, <coughs> so I hadn't redone really my rifle and done my dials. <coughs> oh. Got to about 400 yards and he seen us and I thought, oh shit. So I'm there reading the back of the box trying to work out the drop. <laughs> Quick math. Quick math and yeah, managed to get him and then he shot him. Dropped and just like, oh, yes, no, not rolling down the hill, no nothing. And typical goat fashion, he goes to get up one oh, last time. No. And he goes, just tumbled. Tumbled down the Broken hill. horns or anything? No, he chipped no. Forward, like one tiny thing, we chip off one horn. Yeah. Like, I got up there and I saw two horns and I was like, good as. Oh. The, the only thing annoyed me, not annoyed me a bit, but it was a bit gay. Well, not gay, but. It was fell into a creek, so he wasn't when he took the photos, he wasn't that white colour. Oh, he was, was all dirty. Like mine rolled down the hill, yeah, like he's like, dirty as yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look as nice. But that full white. It wasn't cool to like, because yeah. I never thought I'd be there shooting anything over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so you get the goat, which is just. Like, how many people you know that have shot a goat, eh? Bugger all. Not it's really quite cool. Nah, there's not many. Yeah. So, um. 
That's sweet. And then you shoot a bison. Yep, you shoot a bison. So how big was that? Pretty big. Like an old. Eleven year old. That's an old. Yeah, that's a good old boy. Yeah, like even the biggest thing he was. I'm more into age these days, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coat and big bull, and I was like. But even a lot of like those big ones that, like not monsters, but like good sized bulls that we've shot over there, yeah. like you know six, seven year old bulls. So to shoot a ten year old, that's good and old. Yeah. yeah. And and eleven year old, that's old. Mm. I guided a fourteen year old cow. Yeah. Is the oldest one I'd seen. But um. Oh yeah, so you got that, getting that mounted as well. Yep. Full body. Nah. <laughs> full, oh, full body goat. Yeah. That's just the shoulder mount and the bison. Shoulder mount for the bison. I've still got to get it home. Yeah. The bison. I could probably actually make some calls about that actually. Bales and probably starting up. to defrost. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting in the skin and shit. Oh man, and so that sort of wrapped up your season. Sort of, yeah. Go home and the old the old dozer was sitting quietly, so I had to get fire up the dozer again. Get back into it. Yeah. So your plans to go back? Yeah. Like I thought to myself when I was this was gonna be my last year, but Yeah. Sort of gets under your skin a bit, hey. <laughs> go and do it again. Yeah, I'll hopefully get to go back again this coming year. Man. It's too wet for fencing anyway. Yeah, you can't fence in the winter, so you know. I can, well. but uh, you know me I'll <laughs> fend you know, the fencer. I've got a a rear condition called a rubber arm. Yeah. Yeah, it won't take you much to get back over there, will nah, it? Nah, so no. as long as I can make it worth it and yep. it's feasible. Yeah, fair call. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm in. Oh, mm-hmm. no, I think we'll wrap this up because it's getting bloody late. Yeah. We mm. could keep talking about hours. Oh, no, we just end up here all night, but I need to go to sleep. Yeah. So, we'll wrap it up. Thanks yeah. for spinning some yarns. No worries. It's bloody enjoyable. I hope too fucking rubbish. Nah, 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 it's yeah. bloody good. Oh, we'll crack into it tomorrow. Cheers, mate.